Would you guys get Beer for Thought branded onto your body? No. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. I would. Only if it was like a cow burn. Only for a case <laughs> of a White tattoo. Claw. <laughs> I'd do it for one case of White Claw. Mango, though. <laughs> Ooh, White Claw, <laughs> One really? case of White Claw. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. Why not truly? No. <laughs> why do you serve it on ice? And why is it so bad? Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's stupid, too. Like, don't put ice. it on ice. Yeah, yeah. You're already watering down on I think it's yeah, supposed to be busy. watering down water. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking away the fizz. And we're back. Welcome back to the Beer for Thought podcast, recording live out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. We haven't been introducing ourselves recently. Oh, I'm Zach. Yeah, I know. I know. It's on the last episode. I'm Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Evan. I'm Matt. Welcome if this is your first time listening to the show. This is a beer podcast where we rate and review beers and argue about random stuff. Or not so random. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very true. If you heard last week. I was Thank good. you, Casey, for being on. Right off the bat. Why'd you do that? I pulled, I pulled it back because I realized I shouldn't go there. No. So I, I, pulled, I reined it in. I said, where we argue <laughs> <laughs> about stuff. Oh, here You kind of... I hate myself. <laughs> uh, um, That's going to be the new sound bite. Yeah. I hate myself. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this week's show, if you haven't read the title yet, we're just going to do a little mix mash. Yeah, it's going to be a completely random. Some type of lore specials. What's the title? uh, Rando. Rajon Rando. Rando First Blood? Oh, it's too bad Rajon wasn't number 40, Tasting 45, number 45. I know. By the way, this is episode, or sorry, this is Tasting 45. Yes. And since we missed... 23 is the MJ episode. 45 is also Michael Jordan, people. Yeah, you love to see it. I wish I had Michael a Space Jam. Jordan. You know what? And just for that, we got to do a Space Jam song for the yeah, we, music. We definitely need some. Our take on it? Actually, I did that already, huh? Yeah. We'll do another one. <laughs> just because we love Space Jam so much. We can play the other song in Space Jam. Yeah, there's a couple of great ones in there. Yeah. So that'll be, have to be the, the break music. Anyway. Come on, MJ! <laughs> Welcome to the jam. Welcome Fellas. to the space jam. All right, all right. Yeah, we did that one. <laughs> we sang that because I remember Throw we were your hands it in the air. <laughs> oh man, that was we broke it down. Yeah, that we was were actually good. We harmonized. If you have man, if you've been, if this is your first time tuning in, you've missed out on some harmonizations. You've missed out on some great storytelling. You've missed out on a whole lot. You missed out yeah. on Casey last week. He's a great guest. That was a great episode. That was a great episode. Again, thank you, Casey Rubino. Should we get into the first beer then? We should. Let's do it. Matt, what do we got first? Uh, first beer. Okay, so we've all procured these beers in different different places uh, from all over the country, actually. Yeah. Wow. So, and we're just going to, it's just kind of fun to see say where they came from. Not that it matters. But the first beer we have in the Rajon Rando show is <laughs> Toppling Goliath's Pseudo Sue Pale Ale. This is packaged in a 16 ounce pint can at 6.8% ABV. We have not had Toppling G on the show. We have not had it on the show. We've had it a few times thanks to people that we have brought them to shares. But one thing I'd like to say about this is this is a single hop. Can anybody guess what that hop is? Mosaic. Uh, so you guess mosaic. What do you guess, Zach? What's, what hop uh, do you think it is? Citra. Okay. Damn. Uh, is that what you're going to guess, too? Yeah. Well, that's good, because it's citra. So good. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say galaxy or mosaic. Well, you're way off, so that's okay. <laughs> uh, although, those would be good. Oh, no. Skip the mosaic. I want to try the galaxy. I thought you wanted to try the Motuika. Yeah, Motuika DDH jam. Both New Zealand hops, galaxy and Motuika. I love galaxy. Nice. nice. Shameless plug. It's great. For New Zealand? <laughs> New Zealand ops. Yeah, New Zealand tourism is going to take a big, big uh, uptick with that Zach's mention of Motuika hops. That's true. And we're not going to see any of it. Well, Damn it! 
I know. <laughs> it just came out. Yeah. Never seen it or something. Ooh, this looks pretty. That smells pretty mango-y. It's got a large mango nose. Well, it looks like a mango. It's beautiful, light yellow. Well, turbid yellow. Well, fellas, there's only one thing to do. It's a hazy. <laughs> oh, a little struggle again. He loved, I love the struggle at the end. It's the best part. It, it's the app. It glitches. What can I say? <laughs> you go too hard on the ham horn. Go too ham on the ham horn. It's possible, people. It smells great. Citrus, citrus, citrus. Yeah. A little Some bit of pine. Pine oranges. Man, it smells really great. Like or, like a zesty orange citrus, like almost like uh, those, um, what are they called? The clean ones wipes? I don't know. Those, those wipes that are citrus scented. Oh, the Clorox wipes. No, not Clorox. I know you're talking about but that. But yeah, like, they're like those. They're like that. Yeah, they're like a citrus yeah, yeah, yeah. scent. But it smells good. I mean, it's not off-putting because it smells like that. It's just very like orange citrusy with some mango, too. Nice. And it's pale. It's hazy. It's kind of like a sunny delight. Yeah, for sure. Very sunny delightish. Where's Top and Goliath again? Decora, Iowa. And they hype their own beers. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys hear about that? Beers? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't, you, wouldn't everybody hype their own beers? Well, they do it. At, they did it in like a sketchy way. Like one of the one of their employees was like hyping up their beer, like in a trade group, I guess, to try and get oh, like <laughs> to, to try and like upsell their beer because they yeah. charge they charge ridiculous retail pricing. Like oh, really? for their Kentucky brand stout, they charge one hundred and twenty five dollars at the brewery for a twelve ounce bottle. That's stupid. Oh, at wow. the brewery because wow. they what know the, people are going to resell it. What? Which is crazy, Who's right? Oh, do they have people line up? They have people fly into Decora, Iowa. Oh my god! To buy this beer, it's just it's crazy. Sorry, is it good? Stupid. I'm sure it's good, right? It's I've never had it, so I can't say. I mean, we're this give is it a good. Try now. Did you try? Well, yeah, you guys were talking too much. <laughs> I wanted to try the beer. <laughs> I'm gonna go get a drink. Oh man, yep. It's great. It's all the right spots there. It's like a uh, hazy pale. Is it, what it, do you expect from a hazy pale ale? This one has like a nice finish. I love that bitter. Just a subtle dryness. bitterness. Yeah. It's lovely. Mid, like almost mid-palate tin. This tastes better than a lot of hazy IPAs. This is really good. It's got a like, it's really well balanced between that like sweetness of a hazy and that pillowy mouthfeel along with like some hot bitterness. Get some tree bark. Yeah, it's nice balance. It's nice balance. This is teetering in the line of IPA slash pale ale. Yes. Line. Yes. Yeah. Floating right in the middle. Yeah, it's definitely in, in that realm. Really good. Really like, I can just crush this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But it, you would say that it's definitely an IPA, especially because it's like it being a hazy, because there's hazy beers that are classified as IPAs that are less hoppy than this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is a good amount of hops. It's nice. Mm, it's tasty. Yeah, it's great. Like this is a great beer to just sit down and have a couple. Yeah, you know, because you're they're not too sweet. It's not like cloying in any sort of way. The bot bitterness balances it out, but it's six point eight percent. Comes in a pint can. A couple of those, really, you feel nice. It's really quenching my thirst. Though. It like is. I'm like it is thirst quenching. Yes, I was kind of you know, parched. It's perfect. Citrus still got it. I love citrus. <laughs> it's one of the OGs. It's one of the seven C's. Yes, it's <laughs> delicious. It? Yeah, C <laughs> hops. Seven, seven C. Yeah. Same all as fast as you can. Citra. C- Chinook. Centennial. Cascade. Sequanda. Sequanda. One play with We're going to have to check with our yeah. staff on that one. <laughs> We're going to have to check with one of our producers to Jerry see if Man, that's PC. Jerry's frantically making calls, asking somebody to invent this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Centennial, Cascade, Citra. Chinook. Chinook. Cascade, Centennial, Chinook, Citra, Cluster, Columbus, Crystal. Columbus, uh, Crystal. Columbus. What is it? Cluster. Oh, I never heard of Cluster. What was the other one, though, you said, too? Cluster died a long time ago. Remember that uh, <laughs> that restaurant on Grand Theft Auto, like Miami Vice, that was called the Cluckin' Bell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you could I eat there to like, restore your health? I love that. Oh, yeah. That's a great you game. You know, I've never played it. What? Nope. Have you played I it have. Gra- have you played it in Grand Theft Auto? It came on all platforms. Man, that's like one of the greatest games I of all time. Played I know, that's, Halo. I love that's Halo. fine, but you could also could have played <laughs> Dada. Cheat codes, rockets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could have played rockets. Yeah. You could play rockets on Halo. It's quite fun. That, that is fun. Good. 
Halo is the best, actually. I had a great time playing Halo. Halo is great. Uh, should we move on? I don't want a little more. I don't want. I wish we had another can, but yeah, we can move on. How do you have? Bastard. <laughs> 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 Let's just review it again. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> the next beer we have is Pseudo Zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll move on to the next. The next beer we have is Good Good, a dank and resinous double India Pale Ale. This is brewed and canned by Cypress Beer Project in Percasey, Pennsylvania. Percasey? Shout out Casey. Percasey, Percasey. We'll have to look that up. Uh, This is packaged in a 16-ounce pine can at 8% ABV. Cool. It's a double, huh? I have never heard of the beer Cypress. I think I have. Cypress Beer Project. Probably because you (laughs) ordered it. Oh boy, nothing better than some green apples. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was gross. All right, so this beer is lighter than the other previous one. Still kind of cloudy, but it's more clear for sure. I'd say it's definitely a chill haze. It doesn't look like it's supposed to be hazy at all. Very modern times esque bottle art, can art. It does. Yeah. Sure. Never had any beers on them. I don't get any hop on those. I always get a little bit scared when they say resinous hop for some reason. I get um, biscuit. You get biscuits? Yeah. Mm, I don't get biscuits. So on their Instagram, it says they're part of their South Philly, so I don't know why it says whatever weird name it said of the city on the can, but... Uh, oh, maybe it's their... They do hops, lager beer, and spontaneous firm, and their, their packaging is actually really cool. It's almost like Modern Times-esque. <laughs> Did you guys already say that? About yeah. five seconds uh, late. We just <laughs> incepted that I'm into sorry, your mind. I was trying to look them up on Instagram. <laughs> the look okay. I got from everybody was like, really? We just said that. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely modern times ask. I agree with whatever was said before. <laughs> um, their Instagram is actually very cool. Aesthetically pleasing, I do have to say. The beer is opening up more. I get more pop flavor profile, but that's... I don't really get much. I don't get the dank and the resinous of the. Of the I don't beer. necessarily get dank from the nose, but it's a little subtle. It's a little subtle nose. I'm not pulling a lot. There's there's hop in there. Tree sap. Hmm. Tree sap. I do get a little. I do get a slight resinous character. Um, it kind of smells sweet on the nose, though, yeah. to me. Like it's got a little bit of sweetness, but it's a double, right? It's a double IPA, so it's at eight percent. So yeah, it's probably going to have some perceived sweetness for sure. But uh, yeah, honestly, I'm, I get like maybe a mild cotton candy note, because just maybe that's just the sweetness that I'm getting. I don't know. Yeah, I'm getting one of those uh, sweet animal cracker cookies. You think it's cookies? That? Maybe I can't think of the name. The brand. Barnyard. Cookies? Yeah, the red. And no, which one? Yeah, are they? Or, or, or pink and white ones. Yeah. Barnimals. Barnimals. <laughs> Is that <laughs> what they're, they're called? called? I think they're just called animal crackers. Right? Let's go in. That's <laughs> cool. It's a little interesting. It's just kind of so muted. Tastes like an IPA. It's pretty yeah. muted up front, but then towards the end, you get like a a little burst of of something going on, and then a little bit of heat at the end. And this can's a month old, so yeah, I mean, it's pretty. It's, it's, it's fresh. fresh. Pretty fresh. Yeah. yeah, it is fresh. So I'm, I'm. Where's the flavor? Maybe yeah, it's it, still- it does taste muted. Like I don't know. I'm having trouble like really pulling any distinct flavor notes from it, but it's it's not bad. It's definitely very drinkable. When they advertise dank and resinous double IPA, I don't get any of it. Well, we also have uh, elevated IPA. That's true. Street, you know, yeah. so that, that is a dank and resinous beer. If no. anybody's looking for a dank and resinous beer, Project 8%. Okay, yeah, true. <laughs> well, true, but yeah. the reason why I said elevated is because elevated, well, it says 7.2, but it's probably around 8% as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like I'm not pulling so much from it. <laughs> you kind of yeah, I'm not really pulling crap. Grips flavor. your tongue at the end, but it's like a it's like a weird yeah, it's more flavorless of, grip. Yeah, it's more of just like it. a drying sensation. Yeah, yeah. versus yeah. any sort of hot bitterness. It's interesting. I definitely don't get any dank characters. Maybe the resinous aspect a little bit, but uh, it's, it's drinkable. Yeah, I mean it's it's not bad. No, I, I think it's tasty, but. It's not like flavorful. Like it just the one two notes I get, they taste good. 
but it's so that, fleeting. It's kind of, like you, it is. you get something for yeah, yeah. just so, like so quick, and then it just kind of goes mute. Like it's just gone. Yeah. Is this dank for East Coast? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Evan's been watching way too much YouTube. <laughs> He's trying to start a war yeah. too. Here. He's trying to start the, the East Coast versus West hey, Coast. Meet us at Falling Rock for East Coast West Coast. We'll be there. Well, I can get like it's hard to like we're in IPA country almost. Yeah, that's, well, yeah, yeah, true. Well, we're in the thick of it. True. We try, that being, well, that being said, this isn't a bad beer. It just no. it's just kind of meh. Huh, yeah, not bad at all. Would, would would drink it. I am drinking. I'd drink I want to try it. I have a problem drinking can of it. I want to. I want to try it on tap. I think it'd be a lot different on tap. You want to try a lot of beers on tap? Evan. I gotta have it fresh. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and this is a pretty fresh can. Yeah. No, I mean, well, you, there's I a difference between can and frat, like tap. Well, obviously, yeah. but it's not like it's a two, three month old. This one can. isn't. It's got me intrigued to try it. Yeah, this I, mean, was, like, I would have no problem drinking a can of this. Because there's nothing wrong with it. It's just kind of... I actually don't get any heat on that. I don't get any heat either. There's, there's a little bit of sweetness. I think that's actually, just a that's actually a good point. For it being 8%, it's actually not as sweet as I was as it gave off in the aroma. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just wish there was one thing in their mid-palate finish something. Something to just hold so like, on to. So, yeah, to make it like a whole beer, you know, like a complete beer. Yeah. It's still good, though. Agreed. Anyway. Pitter-patter. Cool. The next beer we have is Torches Volume 2, a mixed culture ale brewed with botanicals. This is brewed by Fonta Flora Brewery. Packaged in a 750 milliliter bottle, comes in at 6.2% ABV. I love this label, and I just noticed it has a yucca on it. I had no idea. You know, it's you know, I think yeah, I think we can say it's this is one of the beer thoughts favorite breweries. Yes. I yes. have not had a bad beer. Yes, for yes, them. yes, yes. It is one of my favorites. They're great. We had some a uh, couple of days ago on their share. Oh man. Oh my gosh. Very tasty. <laughs> read it. So I just read the ingredients of this and it's Pilsner malt, flake dry, hops, moline, nettles, catnip, holy basil. Calendula. <laughs> Fuck. Catnip. It'll be bouncing off the walls. And mixed house cultures Is this and safe? well water. Dude, they do some wacky shit over there. Well water. Well water. Catnip. And catnip. Yeah, Why catnip. is that not the thing that stands This is blue water. water. <laughs> <laughs> Almost every brood. I'm fine with a catnip. <laughs> it says this is brewed in collaboration with Brit Joza, the like botanical badass of torches ceremonials. Interesting. I'm very intrigued by this. So, I procured this beer when I was out in LA, and I went to Windsor Homebrew Supply, that bottle shop where they had just like a fire, like, yeah. like beer bottle shop. And obviously, it said <laughs> Fonta Flora on it, so I had to buy it. Oh, see, this is why I rinse my glass. Foamer? We got a foamer. You got to pour more than that. We got a gusher. That's a big bottle. Well, you don't want the setting in the bottom. It's all catnip. Oh, no. Oh, God. Wait, no. Yeah, the setting is super toxic on this one. What is catnip? Is it just for cats? What is this? I really don't know if they're being serious about that or if they're joking. I hope I'm assuming they're joking, but who knows? What do you mean? I think they're serious. I don't think they're joking at all. Catnip's a real thing. Catnip makes cats hyper? Yeah. The catnip for dogs makes them... Um, oh, makes it is a plant. Okay. They sell it at a pet smart. I believe you guys. <laughs> Napita cataria, commonly known as catnip, catswort, catwort, or catmint, is a series of genus Napita and family Lemasaya. <laughs> Did you get Italian? <laughs> Native to it's su- me. Lemasaya. <laughs> Native to southern and eastern Europe and Middle East. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care about where it's from. What does it do? Sold in pet stores. It's just like a green. It just looks like mint. Yeah. It makes cats hyper and funny, and it makes dogs mellow and calm. And Malene is an er. Oh, you can smoke Malene. Weird. You can smoke anything if you really try hard enough. 
Ooh, ooh, it's so, it's it's so like like, herbal and tincture. Wow, spices. It's like an herbal tincture. Oh, this just smells like a fine Belgian saison that you're drinking in the open fields and the rolling hills of Belgium, like. You rolled up on some old man's house and he just had some of his homebrew. <laughs> the same old man that made that other homebrew? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same old man. I'm telling you, these beers take me to this place. This place. I'm going to find this place one day. I've never been there, but I'll find it. It's going to be the start of horse. Yeah, he's going to trespass under the property, get trapped in the barn. I love it. I'll be just shove myself under a horse blanket. Those two horses are going to be in there making love, dude. Those two horses. <laughs> That's the nettles. What is nettles? It's like a thorny bush. It's like a yogurt. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's what you smell. <laughs> Wow, this nose is just. It keeps bomb. like it's so different, like each smell. Yeah, you go in for a sniff, you you picking up something yeah, different every time. It smells like it. You can definitely get like a mint, and you can definitely get like an underlying pepper, like a pepper. Yeah, like a peppercorn, but not a not a peppermint. I think it's like a peppercorn. It's, like, it's like black peppercorn and mint, not pepper. Not together. Yeah. Sometimes I get salt. Sometimes I get the fear of this beer being very sour. I, maybe it's because it has well, like we talked about the well water, but I'm, I'm smelling like some musk from a well. Mm, a little bit of funk? <laughs> oh, I have it right here. Some funk. We've got some mixed cultures in there, so it's there's, they're definitely going to bring the funk. Yeah. Oh. So here's here's what Nettles smells like. Musky, minty. Gotta have that yeah. funk. Yeah. We, we got, got that funk. We gotta chase it first. Gotta, gotta have, have that have funk. The funk. What if yeah. it's not funky? Oh, it's going to be funky. It just smells funky. I'm going to go ahead and give it. All right, let's taste it. Do we we get visuals? It's like a light. It's like lemonade. It looks like like a lemon drop. Like a lemon drop. That's your favorite bar drink. (laughs) Give me a lemon drop, please. (laughs) 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 You ruined my first (laughs) step. I tried to go in for a sip, but I was I couldn't do it. Oh, that's because you said something funny. <laughs> you ruined the first sip. Well, no, no. That first sip was Sacrilege. still amazing. Oh, I almost choked on it because Matt made me laugh while I was drinking it, but it was delicious. <laughs> well, it was a perfect amount of sour. That's some lemony. Oh, oh yeah, there is definitely lemon going on. Oh, here. man. That is delicious. Like a lemon mint tea. What are these guys doing over there? Like <sighs> That's so complex. This is an incredible beer. Man, I love just like how herbal it is. And it's just like, it's almost like a tea. It's like an herbal tea in the nose. But then you drink it and it's got like a really nice lemon sweetness, but also a slight lemon tartness mm-hmm. with some botanicals and herbals in it. But it's like lemon dominated in the flavor. Yeah. It's the lemon mint tea. It's delicious. Food it's pairing amazing. beer for sure. And it's got a little bit of funk, a, a beautiful amount of sourness. It's. It's oh man, this is a, a really complex beer. This is lovely. Pontaflora did it again, <laughs> and that carb too. It's perfect yeah, carb it's, to like make yeah. everything pop off. They do. They're doing something. There's something in the well water. It's catnip. We've had. <laughs> there must be something in the well water. We've had what nine, ten beers from them now. Yeah. <sighs> not yeah, a not a, yeah not a single bad one. These guys are crushing it. There's no question. Yeah, I mean, they, I've. I don't think they have a bad beer. This is what I imagine what a nettle would taste like, so like the minty. Well, it's catnip though. Yeah. <laughs> so if catnip is minty, so is nettles. Are nettles like a European thing too? Like you can be strolling across the countryside of Wales and fall into a group of nettles and not be able to get out because <laughs> all the thorns or something. Well, yeah. I mean, it is native Europe, to Europe, but um, it can be found worldwide, including New Zealand and North America. Even what about so catnip? Catnip is, uh, yeah, I know about the catnip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> catnips, you can find catnip in southern and eastern Europe. You can and find it in your... Central Asia, but some parts of China too. So it's widely neutralized in uh, northern Europe, New Zealand, and North America. I wonder if the reason why these guys are so great to us is because they're doing things that no one else is kind of doing. Like they're so like 
crazy with their herbs. They do like using a lot of herbs and spices yeah. and botanicals in their beers, which I think is just awesome, especially if you it's have a really nice man. base saison. They get something totally different. You know? Yeah, for sure. There's not really any breweries in Albuquerque that have had a good farmhouse. You know, like, Marbles had an all right one in the past. Don't say that to Jay Lenz. <laughs> <laughs> farmhouse 111 is one of his favorite beers, supposedly. <sighs> I mean, Rallies does some, but they're not in Albuquerque. So, I mean... As far as Albuquerque goes, there's definitely a void for this style of beer. Like, well, actually, Still Better does a couple pretty decent farmhouses. Oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, delicious. Yeah, really great. Wow. What I like about them is they use all local North Carolina ingredients. They're like they don't just outsource anything. It's almost it. It really is like farm to table beer. It like is. they're brewing with. I mean, they did the collab with a herb shop. That's awesome. And not weed. <laughs> for all you Colorado and Washington like, oh, folks, California no, like, too, and California folks, no, but it's like I mean they literally brewed this with calendula, basil, catnip, nettles, and you do get the basil in there too. I get the basil. Yeah, well, you get the basil. <laughs> well, basil and mint kind of like pair well with each yeah. other, and I- I'm sure all those herbs pair well together. That's why they all threw them in this beer. But man, just delicious. The flaked rye. I wonder what hops they used. Who knows? It's delicious. It's really I think this is one of those that if you see it, buy it, buy all of it. It's a really good beer. Next level. All their sours have a beautiful funk. Beautiful amount of sour. Yeah, unbelievable. Huh? This has unbe- unbelievable reviews, this has. Well, it's unbelievable beer. It is. We're going to we're gonna start uh, reading untapped reviews. <laughs> Just reading them? Jennifer F., Says Fonta never lets me down. Four point two five. I give. We that. agree, Jennifer. Thank you for your running endorsement on the beer papa. Yeah, thanks for yeah. thanks for reviewing the beer for that podcast. Five stars, thanks, <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> if you can name another uh, podcast that shouted you out, let us know. We'll rescind our. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it back. You suck. Let's go to break. Okay, cool. Let's let's break it. We're going to break. Enjoy some more Space Jam. Welcome to the Space Jam. All right, all right, all right. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> cool, we're going straight into the local spotlight. Let's do it. This week's local spotlight belongs to Ponderosa Brewing. This is their Mexican lager with lime. Just a lager. New Mexican lime lager. Oh, all right. Screw that one up. <laughs> 5.5%. Percent. 5.5%. This is packaged in a 32-ounce glass growler. No more crowlers. Ponderosa taking the brew by the horns. Yes, and they are actually uh, under the umbrella of some Portland brewery. Actually, I don't know the name of their parent brewery, but it, yeah, they're oh, yeah, they're owned oh, by somebody in Portland. Yeah, really. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, either. I heard about that. I just forget who it was. I forget the name of them, but it's not Ponderosa. It's some different brewery. Yeah, which is kind of weird. It's like a New Mexican venture brewery venture, which is I guess that makes Joel and Ex Nova like the second Portland originally based brewery to come to. Albuquerque. Well, Corrales, Albuquerque. Because sort of. he moved his brewery. But it's under the same name, so yeah. It's or not like a new, own, new yeah. umbrella. New, or new name under the same umbrella. Anyway, Weird. New Mexican Lime Lager. Nice. I haven't had a lager in years. <laughs> <laughs> Are limes grown in New Mexico? No. Not at all. I wish. Definitely not, though. So is it dry. a New Mexico lager with lime? It's too dry here. We can't even grow fucking pinon here. Yeah, we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can grow quite well. We actually. grow the shit out of pinons. 
That's pretty nice clarity. Oh yeah, that's really nice clarity. Now this is a logger, not a nail. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> that clarity is beautiful. This yeah, is one of the it's, clearest loggers I've seen in a while. Well, water formas is extremely clear and then clear tie bubbles. Just a chill haze is all you get. Yeah, real real light chill. Ooh. Smell the lime. Oh my god, there's apple. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not. This beer smells no great. It smells great, and it definitely has like that Vienna sausage? Pilsner maltiness. <laughs> Cherry. Or like that Vienna Mexican Chichu. lager Pilsner <laughs> scent. Yeah, it smells damn good. Like, it smells crisp. It smells like one of those, just a regular kind of clean, crisp lager. It smells like with a Dos lime. Equis. Yeah, with a lime. Yeah, with a lime. Ooh, that's the best way to drink them. Yeah, <laughs> that is. <laughs> it really is. Like that's back when I was uh, playing some beer pong. I like to drink it with lemons. <laughs> <laughs> Live and laugh on the edge. I really, I just had a dose like with the lime last. No, oh my god, ago. you've changed. I went How to a, I you? went to a sweet sixteen party. Oh, what? Get this. She was drinking too. All the kids are no, drinking. Wait, <laughs> no, there was beer at a sweet sixteen party. Yeah. But it was at a it was at a hotel. It was like Only a it was like a fancy party. sweet sixteen party. They had like buffet food. The food was actually very good. It was like pasta. See, when you're born into that rich beta royalty, that's what you get. No, it wasn't yep. my family. Plus <laughs> one. Anyway, it was this was a nice sweet sixteen party. It was actually nicer than some of the weddings Daniel and I went to this year. So yeah. oh, take wow, that, Greg fired. and Sheila. Greg, <laughs> Greg <laughs> Your wedding was shit, Greg and Sheila, and you know it. I hope those aren't real people. Yeah, I'm sure there is. There's got to be. Greg and Sheila. There had to have been a Greg and Sheila combo get married this year. Ask they have. They have oh, there had to be. Oh yeah. I mean, somewhere that's, in the world. That's what we're talking about. Greg and Sheila, if you're listening now, we'll give you a free beer. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm googling Greg and Sheila. 2019. In the meantime, I'm going to drink this beer. Yeah, me too. Wedding. Yeah, while you do that, we're going to drink our beer. 2019. And when I find them, I'm going to message them and said I went to a Sweet 16 that was better than your wedding. Ah, there was. Congratulations. Congratulations to Sheila Briody and Greg Troy. Married 93 days ago in Marina Del Rey, California. Uh, they wow, met. Congratulations. They met. That's beautiful. And were introduced by Greg's co- uh, brother Sal. They had a beautiful wedding at the Marina Del Rey Hotel, and uh, good for them. But unfortunately, the Sweet Sixteen I went to was better than their wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've never seen two souls. Like a very nice, happy couple. More beautifully entwined. <laughs> Look at Greg and Sheila. They were like a tree. Married ninety-three days ago. You love to see him. Oh my they're, god, they're, they're older. Old. They are older. Sorry, guys, you're not. You don't have long in this marriage. <laughs> love knows no age. <laughs> we hope this podcast finds you well. <laughs> I'm gonna message them and tell them to listen. <laughs> they're just gonna freak out. <laughs> just a random. They're gonna think the FBI's after them or something. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's That's take some beer. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we did. This is a great. We were waiting to talk about it. It's incredibly refreshing. I had one at El Vado the other day. Paired, El Vato. paired well. Paired? No, it's not. But paired, <laughs> <laughs> paired well with some Costa Rican food from whatever that place is called. Oh, oh you gotta shout good. it out. Well, I should probably look it up. It out. Um, this is good. Chris, good. refreshing. I wish there was a tad bit more lime. They actually can this. Really? Yeah, they do. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't see it. Yeah, they have cans. It's like in a white can with like, and the lime is lime green. Black lettering, the word, the letters lime are in lime green. That, but yeah, I've seen this in cans before, but I never tried it. And it's, yeah, it's actually very good. Yeah, the cl- I'm just impressed by the clarity and the cleanliness of this lager because that's hard to do, man. Yeah, it is. Like I said, though, I wish to splash more lime. Yeah. Because I like, when I like lime in the lager, I like, you know, pronounced one, that lime in there. Yeah. Still delicious, though. I think this is a perfect amount of lime for a good lager. If it was like That's Corona fair. or Dos Equis, then line. line me up, baby. If it wasn't craft, <laughs> baby. Yeah, if it wasn't craft, who? Wow, no sound. Where do you hate to see it? Oh, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> what do you know, baby? Yeah, you already know. 
Gwen <laughs> Proveco pairs that food over there, Costa Rican food at Elvado, pairs great with this beer. Ooh, sounds phenomenal. Go check it out. Good local Albuquerque, awesome historical place. Would you have a burger? No, I had tamales. Ooh. That's huh, not fucking Costa Rican. Peruvian? It's yeah, Costa Rican. Yes, they are. Tamales? That's a Peruvian. Costa, Costa Rican. <laughs> Dude, I went to this... Oh, where? What type of place was that? I'm not even going to bring up the story. But it was it was this big... It was this big restaurant in California that we went to. And, Hooters. Oh, what was it? Yeah, Hooters. <laughs> great great place. Great wings. Greg and Sheila were there. Great wings. Greg and Sheila. We, I, we have met them for wings. You know. Delicious. <laughs> the wings. The wings, not them. We should, oh. look them up on, we should look them up on Facebook and give a, like, a real detailed description about their lives to everybody. Oh, my God. Greg and Sheila. No, oh, that's enough. Greg and Sheila. <laughs> 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 you love to see it. You know, Sheila and Greg never knew that they'd be a part of a, such a successful and booming podcast. Good for We're them. Out. You know what? We have listeners in Australia, China, Hong Kong. We'll credit them in the uh, credits that we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll come a little shout out. We'll tag their Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so we all are in agreement that this beer is delicious. Yeah, Pyrus, yeah, do a great job here. Yeah. But I do have to say that this is a much better lager than we had last yes. week. Holy well, last week was not a lager. That's actually no. It was actually a mixed drink. People are people are going to listen to this and they're like, "These dudes have no idea what they're talking about. They don't even know that a pilsner is lager." Kidding. And then they cut it off. No, you know, no, no, we no, do kidding. it just for your face. No, yeah. you went, because wait. we have new listeners and they're just gonna be like. What? Yeah, they just guys, said it. Come on, Greg and Sheila. Yeah, Greg and Sheila. They're like <laughs> beer snobs, and they're like, they didn't call a Pilsner longer? Turn it off. Dude, when they first opened, they had a great sour brown. That is true. I hope they bring that Their back food's today. great. The food I is delicious. Food the beer is good. I love the food there. Their wrap saved me at a share we once went to. Their whatever wrap, <laughs> man, it I might was delicious. I them food right now. We should mention that this week's pre-show beer was Wellworks Brewing Company Pineapple Upside Down Cake, brewed with milk sugar, almond, pineapple, cherry beer, cherry puree, mosaic, and Idaho Seven Hops. All right, let's get into the, let's get into unbreaking news. Let's do it. Hit me, Jay. Welcome to Unbreaking News with the Beer for Thought Podcast. Recording live from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Time is now 9.36 in the p.m. Weather is mostly clear, 86 degrees in the metro area. We're looking at about 95 degrees the rest of the week on out. By the time you listen to this episode... We're looking at 100 degrees Monday, people. Oh, God. 100. It's 101 today. It's pretty damn hot. What is up with this, man? Let's get rid of this damn weather. It's almost stout season, though. Praise God. It's right around the bend. It's only 40 months away. Yeah. Good Lord. 100 on Monday? That's ridiculous. We're late August, people. Let's get it together. Anyway, back to the Beer for Thought podcast uh, on breaking news. This week's a little bit of un- local unbreaking news. Uh, one of our favorite pilsners, Wooden Teeth from Turtle Mountain, GABF gold medal winner. That's right. For for American pilsner, I think it was. Yeah, wasn't a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> you got me. You got me. That was good. Uh, <laughs> threw me out there a bit. <laughs> but Mick Hahn, he had actually invited us to Turtle Mountain's 20th anniversary, that big bash that they had right. with the food and beer. And man, it was great. Um, thanks again to him for that. That was a while back. But he, Mick Hahn, just accepted a head brewer, or yeah, I believe it's a head brewing position at Tractor Brewing Company. So he's moving from Turtle Mountain Brewing. In Rear Rancho to Tractor Brewing, which I I don't know if they still brew in Las Lunas or if they brew here in Albuquerque, but either way, much bigger operation. They can their beer. Um, exciting news. That's exciting. Yeah, Tractor has three tap rooms. They have Knob Hill, Wells Park, and Westside, Westside right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's great. So three tap rooms, they can. 
Shoot, I'm all down for Mick brewing up a sweet lager. It doesn't have to be wooden teeth, obviously, but a sweet lager and putting that in cans and it being available to the public. What's well, cool, too, is because like, I think, I don't want to say this for sure, but Trek doesn't get as much reputation as other breweries around town. They do for the uh, cider. The cider's great. Yeah, the cider is amazing. On the show. But I'm saying, like, their beer. Their beer, right. But I agree. I think it's going to change. Well, it's only because their beer wasn't as good. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Their beer, their beer isn't the best, but now that mix behind the helm, very I, I believe that it's going to become a lot better. I agree. So I agree. It's very, it's exciting because, yeah, Tractor's got a kind of a wide reach. Actually, Tractor has a Four Hills tap room too, so they have four. Jesus. Yeah, they have four tap rooms, so that's great. That's great for Mick. Much bigger operation. That's great for everybody. So then, there's going to be a lot of high expectations over at Tractor right now. No, not really. For me? <laughs> no, it's gotta, they really have it's, zero. It's be That's better. the beauty of yeah, it. It's got to be better than what they had. That's the beauty of it, There's though. some hype. There's no expectations because nobody's really expecting Tractor to be... Well, also, I think Internal Mound, people didn't think of them first for their beer. But when they had their beer, they enjoyed it. But like everyone That's true. thinks about it for their food. Agreed, yeah. But well, when they yeah. try Tractor's new beer, I'm assuming... Well, Tractor's well-known for their cider, so the beer kind of takes a back seat, and so if Mick can slowly bring up the beer quality and it can match their cider, man, that's going to be great. Yeah. It doesn't even have to match the cider. It is, absolutely. Yeah, for a brewer to win a GABF gold medal for an American Pilsner to move to a big production brewery with four tap rooms, canning line, all all the works... That's good news. That's good news for New Mexico beer. Fair point. So, anyway. And that concludes. Well, well, shout out to Mick. Best of luck. And that concludes Unbreaking News. Thank you all for tuning in to Beer for Thoughts Unbreaking News. Until next week, sign out till the last drop. Perfect time you love to see it. All right, let's get into the beer for thought. Penultimate beer of the night. Well, oh, well, maybe. Wow, wow, what a fancy word. Penultimate, I love it. Which one are we having? Fingers. Oh, man. This is. uh, You want to open and announce it? It doesn't matter. Zach Zach, uh, upstate just all one. He brought his beer. He didn't didn't tell us he was bringing fire tonight. Piece of shit. Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't <laughs> think. I don't know if this a, stands up to that fountain floor. Just brought a box of matches. Wait, he, he said he brought the fire, and I said he just brought a box of matches. Oh. <laughs> dude, that fountain floor is so good, though. I don't know if it could be defeated. Right, nah, well, tell us what we're drinking. Tell, us, tell, us, tell the people. Tell the public. You want me to announce this? Go ahead. All right. Zach's, Zach's contribution one. to the show. And the next beer we have in the Rajon Rando. <laughs> I guess we're going with that. Huh? I love it. <laughs> Is Atrial Rubicide by Jester King Brewery in Austin, Texas. This is packaged in a one point sorry, one pint point nine fluid ounce bottle and it clocks in at five point five percent ABV. This is one of my favorite beers. It's a good one. One of my favorite beers of all time. It's one of my favorite breweries of all time. Yes, for sure. I'm excited to put it up against the one we yeah. have. Yeah, oh, it's totally different. Zach procured this from Jester Just King itself. That color is beautiful. Oh man, it's one of the most gorgeous colors of all time. The color is insane. Yeah, this is like deep, deep burgundy, cherry amazingness. <sighs> man, it's just pure raspberry jam on the nose. Oh, this is my favorite smell. <sighs> Man, it just smells so great. It really is just, just, just stupid. The, uh, Nothing but raspberry. The art on this bottle is so fucking cool, too. It's like a heart combined with a raspberry. It's really cool. Beautiful. And the, yes. and the bottle itself, it's one of those... Sexy Jester King bottles. <laughs> <laughs> what are they called? I don't know. They're like a... We learned the name, but we forgot it. Gypsy bottle or something? Sure, we'll that's like racist. That. I like that. That's racist. Yeah, a thousand percent. Call it gypsy bottle? <laughs> no, all gypsy lives matter. Come on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a gypsy. No, I don't know. It could be. 
It looks like a bottle of gypsy would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, I mean, I don't know how many raspberries they use in the making of this beer, but it looks like they just got six. It's lots six. and lots and lots and lots of raspberries, squeezed all the juice out of them, and put them in a glass. Oh, it's beautiful. It's it's yeah, just ruby, ruby red, gorgeous. Nose is the best raspberry nose I think you can ever get. Yeah, I don't I don't know how it's possible for a beer to have a better nose than Atrial. Should we compare it with raspberry tart? Is that raspberry tart? It actually smells pretty similar to raspberry tart from from well, have uh, New Glarus. But I think the raspberry tart from New Glarus Sweet. has got a, a slightly sweeter nose. Yeah. It's, for, for sure the flavor is sweeter, but I think the nose is slightly sweeter. This has a sweet raspberry nose too on it though. Yeah, but it I've never experienced like a tart sweetness in a Just King beer that's been off-putting. No. Because they have an aggressive yeast strand. Yeah, they do. That's how you learn. Yeah. On their brewery tour, they're great. It's a great brewery. It's so cool. I'm really jealous of that. That's like one of the most coveted breweries I want to We got cheap flights. Let's, let's go to Austin, yeah. guys. It's so cheap it. to get there. I know. It's like 100 bucks round trip. Or we could drive yeah, to it. out of a drive. I'd rather. F- <laughs> <laughs> I want to drive. It's only like ten hours or so. I mean, we could drive oh, and bring like I'm guessing. And bring like five no, cases of no, I can't back. Do I can't do that, dude. <laughs> they got a lot of stuff that I want to try. They have like the blackberry and their strawberry one. I was fortunate enough to be there for their second release of Atrial this year, which I don't think they normally do. I think they normally no, well, only do one. Yeah. Way more this year. So they were yeah. going to use some of the other Atrial to make the uh, whatever other version of it. Oh, is this a different batch? Yeah, well, no, it's the same as the first batch. Same, same batch, batch, just a different release. release. They set it aside for use in a different beer, and then they decided... It was like a they said shandy like, beer release. Yeah, they said that the quality from the previous years, they didn't quite enjoy it. Yeah. So they uh. wanted to release it from just this. Yeah, right. so they had just another H release while I was there. Oh. It's perfect timing. Super lucky. Yeah, I thought can't beat that. I was wondering how you got so much H-O, because I'm like, wow, they had that much left over? Yeah, so it's three per person, so me and my girlfriend each got three. And, she was uh, kind enough to let you have them all. I was surprised that there wasn't, I think it was because it was like a last second decision, but there wasn't like a huge line of people there like waiting to like oh, secondary so you, so market. It just, like it was chill, nice. like you could have just drank all day and then waited to get your beers till the end, like to go, and you would have been fine. That's awesome. No rush, it was great. Good time. I just can't get over the smell. Yeah, the yeah, smell. We right. should actually go for the taste. Let's do it. <laughs> yep. Wow. That's tarter than I remember. It's tart and it's not really that sweet. No, it's not sweet at all, which I love. I love, love, love that. Dude, that's crazy. I do appreciate that too because, yeah. Well, you know what would be really cool to try? And I have, I have a bottle of HO in my fridge, but it'd be really cool to try to blend atrial and raspberry tart <laughs> and to make kind of like, kind of like a, cause, cause raspberry tart from New Glarus is super, super sweet. And Atrial's definitely on the dry end. So to kind of blend them and make some something like more in the middle, probably more Atrial and just add a touch of the raspberry tart, just yeah. kind of sweeten it up just a tad. But I, I love Atrial the way it is right here. I love raspberry tart the way it is as well. But two do- totally different beers with kind of a similar raspberry profile. But I would definitely say that Atrial's kind of Atrial's world class, yeah. you know. It's it's definitely a more strained, nuanced raspberry beer, which I appreciate. It's terrible, but the more I drink it, I also get like a dry finish. Yeah, so I'm getting like a like it reminds me of like a red wine, like not you know what I mean. But that kind of you were going, you just pulled the words out of my mouth. But it's not tanniny though. No, it's, no, got it's, the, not, it's, it's not not a, a tannin drying effect, but it does have a drying yeah. a yeah, dryness. It just has the dry effect. finish, which is it's amazing. It's pretty tart. This raspberry is tart in the mid Yeah, it gets back there and then it comes back. It's like, hey, no, no, just, I'm not going that far back. <laughs> yes. I love this beer so much. This is a delicious beer. It is. Just King is definitely the coolest brewery I've been to. And I say that after going to Cantillon. <laughs> <laughs> you, you went to Cantillon? Oh, I didn't know you actually went. Yeah. How was Explain it. Cantillon How is it? It's awesome. Isn't it just like a room full of barrels? It's kind of cramped. So there's Was there a lot of people there? There's like a tap room upstairs. And yeah, there were a lot of people there doing the tour. So we kind of like tag along for a tour. 
Um, was it in English? Yeah, it was in English. Oh, okay. Actually, the bartender was from Philadelphia. Really? But, yeah. Oh, you said this. Some girl from Philly. Yeah, yeah. You, you talked about this. Oh, I thought that was at the restaurant that you were eating at. No, no, I said it was at Cantillon. No, no, no. You said the girl was from St. Louis. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, because, yeah, side project. Yeah. It's like, wow, you're lucky. Oh, she was a bartender at Cantillon. Yeah. Oh, that's I right. thought it was just some restaurant that's that you were at. No, no. Yeah, Cantillon. Oh, wow. Wow. Some random crazy. American. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's so crazy. Why would they hire some random American? Because she, she knows what she's doing. She probably works yeah, I'm sure she does. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Fair enough. She might have. Jess King stands up to them. You can go there, guys. Let's do it. It's not that far from us. Yeah, it's really not. Yeah, this is great. It's just like pure essence of raspberry. Like, it's just so raspberry all the way around. You know, like in the raspberry, you get that, like, the watery finish too, and you kind of, you get this in the beer too. But it's not off-putting; it's not bad. It's just it's a raspberry. There's like a minerality to all of yes. Jester King's beers too. That's that's what I taste. Yeah, I don't want this to sound weird, but I kind of get like a like a chapsticky flavor. Katie must like raspberry. Yeah, he <laughs> must have immaculate. Man, I don't know. Not like, and it's not off. Like I said, it's not off-putting, but it's just kind of like in there. Yeah, I mean, what can you say about this? It's just, and I love the color of the head as well. When you give it a little agitation, it's like a deep pink. red, pink head. It's really cool. Very aesthetically pleasing to the eyes, and very pleasing to the taste. I'm enjoying this random episode so far. We've had the end of styles. This has been nice. It's fun to mix it up, and it's nice. It's especially nice because we've had quite a uh, quite a, an array of styles. Well, not really. A couple IPAs, a couple, couple mixed firms, but well, yeah, we yeah. have something different next. So, thank you, Zach, for bringing the. No problem, please. I was thinking about yeah. just oh, shotgunning one. Good. Break open just the bottle of the glass. Sometimes I look at the atrial I'm like, fridge. I'm like, I'm just gonna drink this all tonight. <laughs> <laughs> This is one of those beers that is not over tart. You could drink this whole bottle yourself. Oh, yeah. This is, it's, oh, yeah. This is one where you drink the whole bottle. You're like, man, I need to open my other. It's yeah. not too tart at all. <laughs> yeah. like, it's such a well-rounded beer. It's Because it's not too sweet. It's not too tart. It's got a great dryness. It'll keep you coming back for more, but it also has a great raspberry profile. Yeah. It's just a really a great beer. There's some great beers that are just like share beers, like that would weigh on you if you had a full pour. This oh, yeah. is not the case. Like when I had yeah. this... At the brewery, like a glass of this was oh killer, great. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you could easily drink a whole bottle of this, no <laughs> problem. So great. All right, man. Read the last beer. The next and final beer in Evan's contribution to the random wait Rajon Rando show is Zwet dot B, a Belgian porter brewed with wild yeast from none other than Dree Fontaine. This is packaged in a twelve ounce bottle. Sorry, 11.2 ounce bottle at 7% ABV. Product Belgium, boys. Three fonts, what up? Three F, you love to see it. Sour Porter. It's an old one. This is Evan's favorite beer made of all time. <laughs> favorite Sour Porter? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fair. Beautiful head. I mean, it, I poured real softly and still got a nice half finger worth of head. And it's like a nice off-white head. For a four-year-old beer, carb is amazing. Really dark, man. That's yeah, a dark beer. For our four years old, man, looks stout-like. On the fourth anniversary of the Beer Without Podcast, we're having this. Nice, <laughs> great nose. Ooh, you get the multi. Yeah, you get like some chocolate malt for sure. You get like a yeah, the dark roast. I get a little bit of that Belgian yeast. It's like, it's almost like a. It's got a tinge of metallic, but not tart chocolate. Bad. Malt. Kind of, yeah, kind of candyish, almost Tootsie Roll like, a little bit sweeter than tootsie yeah, Tootsie, Tootsie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's going for a taste. Huh? Ooh, that is lovely. That's great. It is. It's such, such a mild tartness. Yeah, which is great in a brown. A I've had some sour porters. Porter. Uh, sorry, sorry, porter. But I've had some sour porters where the sour is like sour, yeah, sour, yeah, sour. Yeah, super sour. Yeah, this, this, this. Uh, Tartness is way down back in there. And really, the chocolate malt shines like crazy. Yeah. It's like super chocolatey. 
So they don't advertise this as a sour porter. It's just it's a Belgian porter with wild yeast. Yeah, brewed with wild yeast. So it's a sour porter. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's like you get the wild yeast part, but then you get the. It's just a weird complex beer. Yeah, it's a. It's definitely not dominated by the wild yeast. It's yeah. definitely it complements the base porter, but doesn't detract from it in any way. Even after four years, not dominated by the wild yeast. No. Yeah. Aged four years, basically. Uh, this is lovely. This is really approachable. Yeah, definitely is. Yeah, just the right amount of sweetness. Chocolate malt. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, like I said, the carb is ridiculously good. Yeah, perfect carb. It's a balanced sphere, too. Like it's it is. It doesn't lean too far no. e- either way. It's really good. Well, well, shoot, we had good. a hell of a show, boys. Very yeah. true. Yeah, what a great rando show. Yeah, they've been all over the place. I mean, from a you know, hazy pale to a East Coast trying to be West Coast IPA <laughs> to a, a lime lager to a, I mean, to atrial, which is, a, you know, atrial, to the mixed culture, herbal and botanical from Fonta Flora, and then to finish off with a sour porter. I mean, the only style we didn't have was like... Heavy stout or something. Yeah, big stout. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, a, I mean, Amber or Brown or yeah, you know, yeah, those. But okay, yeah, we had, we had like a hell of a diverse show. And yeah, none yeah. of us that's told each other what we were bringing. That's the beauty no. of it. No. <laughs> that was the beauty of it. Worked out well. It did. Cool. So. Wrap it up. I will, I will say see. get it for all of these beers, honestly. There's not a beer that I wouldn't get. If there's any beer that I wouldn't get... It might be the separatist project, but I still thought it was drinkable. Yeah, if you're native to Albuquerque, it's probably not like an IPA that you love, but I think it's good. Yeah, I still thought it was a solid beer, so I would definitely say get it to all these. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just a quick lineup recap. We did Toppling Goliath Pseudo Sue Pale Ale, and then we did Good Good Beer Separatist or Separatist Beer Project. It was a double IPA. And then we did uh, Fonta Flora's Torches. Torches, Volume 2. And then we had the local spotlight, which is the New Mexican Lime Lager. Then we had the Atrial Rubicite. And then the Zwet.B, Belgian Porter from Tree, Fontana. Very good. Should we run down uh, who's beer of the night? That's such a tough call, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, my, my top two are definitely Torches and, and Atrial, for sure. Yeah. But that's not yeah. to take anything away from Pseudo Sue or even the Zwet.B either. I mean, those are both Yeah, great. really good beers. But man. That's Atrial for me. Atrial for you? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a tie for me between the Torches and the Atrial, honestly. Yeah, Atrial's yeah, is so good. I can't choose between those two. Just choose. Just choose. You gotta have a beer tonight. <laughs> you guys choose first. I'll choose the other. I just chose. <laughs> Keep it Atrial is great, and I absolutely love it. The The thing that Torches has over Atrial is just a slightly more complex beer. Atrial's all raspberry, but Torches is kind of slightly more complex. But I mean, but there's both. A, such a beauty to its simpleness of Atrial. Yeah, the simplicity. Yeah, yeah beauty and simplicity for sure. I agree. 100%. That's why I can't choose between the two. Atrial's super. Uh, just, just well, also beautiful. for me, like that's just simple. more my, that's my, in my wheelhouse. I love that raspberry yeah. sour. Yeah, these are both fives on untapped for me. Yeah, hey, you How don't even that? have an untapped, but you love to see. It. All right, yeah. you do, don't you? I do, but I don't really use it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have one, but I don't use it either. I only use it to look up beers. Yeah, shoot, heck, the lineup. What do you, th- what do you think? With, I'm going with torchies. Torches, huh? torchies, torchies, torches, whatever it is. What is torchies? <laughs> I've never heard I of that variety of cheese. I have an alternate pronunciation for anything. <laughs> I mean, it's clearly torches. torches, but he says torches. Like, <laughs> I want some tacos. I really some like atrial. He's t- atrial. <laughs> At Ryle? What is torches? Like tortured cheese? I don't know. <laughs> torches is a, a taco place. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, delicious. It is. I really oh, want some really? tacos. Yeah. Oh, no. I'll go with torches because, I mean, I think the complexity of that beer is just better. But, I mean, atrial is amazing. Absolutely. Atrial's oh, atrial. If you ever had atrial, yeah. I mean, it's very self-explanatory why it's so good. And it's Fontiflora, and I'm right now I'm a sucker for Fontiflora. Yeah. I am too. I'll take it. Carolina Homer, he hates it. <laughs> what did Matt say? I said I couldn't choose. I said it was well, I guess I can't choose either then, because I have to look at a beer. 
All right, on the count of three, we're going to say the opposite thing from each other, Matt. Ready? I'll pick your beer. You pick mine. Fair enough. All right, one, two, one. three. Torches. 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 Torches tacos. All right, torches. Whatever. Good tie. <laughs> Good tie. Good tie. Yeah, so anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. Please, we did, we, oh, that's what I, I was going to say. Oh, I have two things. Man, I hope you made it to the end of the show because I have two very important announcements. We got an email from a listener that was very upset that we apologized for possibly offending anyone. They got mad that they were offended that we <laughs> apologized was for possibly lying? offending. Was it a lying email? Like they were just joking? Like they no. Were trolling? He was said, no, I want the edge back. Did we ever have any edge? Really? <laughs> Yeah, and then I would like to say we we got a new review, guys. What? How many stars? One star? We got a new five-star review. you love to see it. Who from? Yeah, we got to read it. We have to read it. Heard the bylaws. Perfectly adequate. Uh, so we got our 24th rating from username T-S-X-T-A-S-Y. You have it's to read like it phonetically. T-S... Tsk-tassy. <laughs> from Tsk-tassy. Tsk-tassy. Title of the review is Great Discovery. Oh, nice. Five-star review. I had no clue this podcast existed until I met the hosts at the Worldworks Invitational. Oh, oh shit. Glad I ran into them. Really fun podcast to listen to. Nice. Which one of us? I, know. I have no Shout idea. Shout out, Greg and <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was the security officer that picked me up off the floor. Yeah, so thank you, wh- whoever you are. Send us an, a DM on Instagram so we can follow you or something. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the f- listen and thanks for the review. Yes, appreciate thank it. you for the review. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, at Beer Podcast on Instagram. We have Twitter, Facebook, email. If you want those, DM us on Instagram for it. <laughs> and. Uh, you can find all the beautiful photos of all these beer labels on the Instagram page. Sometimes late if I take the pictures. Jerry hates me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Jerry takes them sometimes, too. But Yes. He's always late. He's always on time. <laughs> Jerry's always on time. Uh, yeah, A podcast always drops Sunday morning. So if you're just fiending for a beer podcast, sun- Sunday, morning. In Sunday morning around 10.30, it should be up by then. That's usually when Jerry drops. Sometimes 11. but It's like church. Yeah. yeah, but better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for some people, I'm sure it is. Um, Twice as much Jesus. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot more beer than church for sure. Sure. Yeah. What church true. are you going to? I don't know. They put a lot of holy water when I go to church. Just like a whole fucking vase of holy water. A vase? <laughs> yeah, it's just a vase. Really? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Let's not go too far off topic now. We're <laughs> wrapping the show. Uh, yeah, any any announcements? Anybody want to plug anything? Say hi to to Grandma. Check out my SoundCloud. <laughs> Happy birthday, Grandma. Right, Zach? Yeah. Happy birthday, Grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once Cheers. again, congratulations to Greg and Sheila. Yes, Greg and Sheila. Greg and By Sheila. the time this episode drops, they'll be married 100 days. You'll yeah. you love, love to see it. Invite us to your second wedding. Yeah, we'll be there for the uh, cut then, that out. We'll wait. be there for the annulment. <laughs> so two different weddings, Greg's wedding and his wedding. <laughs> Man, how, when they break up, how are we going to choose which friend to be friends with? Well, here's the thing: they're going to because I really like Greg, but Sheila's cool. Uh, it's be tough. I got sick of my boy Greg. Yeah, you just have to play yeah, Greg's both sides. Greg's a man. <laughs> just keep it secret. <laughs> all right, let's get this shit out. All right, guys. Well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. And until next time, <laughs> to the last drop. To the last drop. Should we buy him a gift? Thanks to Greg and no, Sheila. dude, let's buy him a gift. Let's get him some beer. Send, send it to them like 100 days later. They'll get it. <laughs> say, Happy 100 days of marriage from the Beer for Thought podcast. They, guys, we have to. They only, All right, let's get him a I gift. think we should. Let's they do only it. had 31 
gifts purchased for them out of 121 that they asked for. What? You hate to see it. We we need to give them a gift. Greg and Sheila deserve this. We're going to do some charity work. Greg and Sheila, you're welcome. (sighs) Now, if you accept payment. (laughs) (laughs) They could become our first. We're just going to send them a a utensil crock. It's 20, 20 bucks, and we'll just say compliments of the Beer for Thought podcast. You can, we'll put the link, and then tell them to listen to the episode. That'll be the greatest gift ever. All right. Sounds good. I'm not going to say no. I think it's awesome. Let's do it. I think it's fun. Or we could just buy him a $2 spoon. That. Dude. Oh, that sounds better. That. The oh $2 God. espresso yeah. spoon? That's like, that's like 10% less. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm adding a 10 cart. times less. With our budget, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> View card, yeah. check out. They're not going to understand, Matt, if you don't leave the link. Well, you could, just, you could put Beer for Thought Tasting 45. Four point. Oh, yeah. Well, don't you worry. All right. They'll find us. The we found them. They'll find us. 